American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Sometimes in the pre-show, just the sound of Panthers blinkers or whatever just kind of like puts me into like a hypnosis state. Like I'm <laughs> I, I, I just like just tick tock tick tock tick tock tick. Like, like, I'm I'm about to fall asleep. So um, there you go. Uh, I don't have the energy because uh, I blame Panthers truck for for putting me to sleep. What's going on, Sex Panther? Yeah, I, I even thought about that as I was making that turn. I was like, oh, I need this blinker to go off because apparently my microphone picks every ambient noise around me uh, pretty clearly and that blinker seems to be really loud so thankfully it's off hopefully max wakes up enough to uh, do some banter with us because arch has a pretty interesting topic for us today let's see the mlb is moving forward with the long delayed 13 pitcher limit so what's happening here is finally they've been kicking the can down the road for, for weeks now, but teams starting today all have to be limited to 13 pitchers on their roster, down from 14. Max, do you think this is a big deal? I, I do think it's it's kind of a big deal. I, I really I really think that there's a, um, I, I think that there there's more. I won't say dependency on I'll, maybe the word dependency on pitchers. I think that there's a a, a more strategic approach to using pitchers. No, they've tried to uh, curtail a little bit because every time you change a pitcher, it just it fucking it throws cold water on a baseball game. <laughs> you know the the amount of time it takes to go out to the mound, check on the pitcher, guys coming out, warm up the pitcher, get him in, throw. Yeah, I mean it. It really to me, if you're live at a game, it's great because you can get up, go get a beer or something, like that and get back to your seats. But uh, you know, I hear I hear you know the issue that the league is having. I just don't like it. I think there's um, th- there's a constant uh, change of tinkering of these things, and and every time they change or tinker something, it's it's never for the good. Here, I think that I think the the uh, the uh, the baseball players are probably the union is probably not too happy about this either. But they signed the collective bargaining agreement. That's just you know so whatever the fuck it is. Uh, I I don't like it. And and I know Panther, you're gonna you're gonna point at single single out a specific team who maybe is abusing this a tad bit. But I think all all teams are utilizing every single pitcher out there, trying to maximize the matchups that they see going through the lineups and so forth. So I, I don't think it's just one team that's going to be impacted by this. I think. Every single team is going to be like, well, we're fucked now. Oh, I agree. I think it does affect a lot of teams. And, you know, when I was talking pre-show where I said I blame Tampa Bay, it's not because Tampa Bay, you know, does this opener thing. I mean, they really have about two true starters, but it's because 
everybody else, well, not everybody, but a lot of other teams followed suit. It was something that made sense. They're like, hey, instead of saving our closer for the end, let's put our closer at the beginning and we'll throw him for one inning. And then our starting pitcher starts with, you know, five, six, seven instead of one, two, three, four. Uh, I get the logic behind what they did. A lot of the other teams kind of followed suit. Uh, we've got a lot of other teams now who are going with six pitcher rotations. Um, so that, you know, that could be another thing that, that kills off these pitchers. Do they go back to five man? Do they leave the six man and get rid of an extra arm in the bullpen? Um, you guys remember back in the day, I mean, Randy Johnson, when he was a Seattle, I don't think 300 innings was unheard of. And now what are we looking at? 220, 225. So yeah. th- these leagues, these these teams have become incredibly dependent on having extra pitchers. Maybe they're trying to reduce Tommy John surgery or any things like that, but uh, it just doesn't seem like these pitchers go very deep into games and you go through the box score and you daily will see five, six, seven pitchers that pitch in a nine inning game. Let's talk about the law of unintended consequences. What do you think happens if a team feels like they don't want to burn their pitchers in the first game of a series when they're down 6-0 in the seventh? Does that just mean they're going to trot out position players and we're just going to watch? It, yeah. That's it. And, and in fact, I think uh, you're going to see some terrible baseball out there, by that's, the way. Yeah. And, and possibly teams knowing that may, maybe they're down by like five or four or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they kind of just like, you know what? Let's get it to six so we can we can swap. You know, th- thank you, thank you, Showalter, for 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 letting us know that it's got to be six, reminding <laughs> us that we we got to uh, cough up a couple more runs here so we can throw these guys in, and then maybe a lot of these p- uh, position players can get uh, marked as as uh, two way players, right? That, yeah. that they can get enough of these shitty fucking innings so you can see Roger Clemens's son fucking struggle to throw to home plate. You know, looking like one of those uh, ceremonial fucking first pitch guys out there. Why not? You know, in fact, why not just get the ceremonial first pitch guy to fucking pitch for you? How about that? How about about that baseball? That's going to be a treat to fucking watch out there. Yeah, obviously, I don't think any of us are in favor of this. It it used to be if you had a starting pitcher who got lit up real early, first or second inning, and you had to yank them, you always kept somebody on your team that was kind of a long reliever, could be a fill-in starter. He could go four or five, bridge the gap to the bullpen. You kept that kind of guy on your team. I don't think that you have those on the team anymore. And to Max's point, I've seen more position players pitch this year that I can remember in any season ever. And I think we're going to see more of it because of this rule. And yeah. And I think it's going to lead to, as Max said, some really, truly terrible baseball. I, 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 you know, listen, at this point, I think we need to consider the mercy rule. I, if, 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 if teams are worried about burning out their pitchers and they're now losing another pitcher, I think a team should just be able to say, we're down by six. We're just, we're just going to call it quits. Right. That's, that's what they're doing when they put Pujols and Molina out there. <laughs> Just running out the you're, string. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have teams that have like indoor stadiums, you know, then and, and and they just like set off the sprinklers and stuff. Ah, rain, <laughs> uh, rained out. Sorry, we got it. It's done. It's over. Hey, All after it. five, it's official. So you're good. That's it. You know? uh, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't like this. In fact, I think that there should be even. I won't say even more flexibility when it comes to to how they utilize uh, players. I think there's a lot of manipulation that happens with uh, players with with their, uh, you know, are they considered a rookie? 
mm-hmm. how much time they go to the miners and things like that. I, I, you know, so I don't, I don't want to go that route because I think there could be even more abuse there. If a team's going to find a way to scam the system, they're, they're going to do it. But I do think with the changing of the game and with all the the saber metrics, all these fucking the big data fucking people in there and and so forth, I do think that there there should be a you know an opportunity for you to to have the players that you need on your team to be able to compete. And if that's what you want, if you want a better product on the field, baseball, you should let the teams do that. You shouldn't you shouldn't limit them to say okay well you know you have one less pitcher now in fact i i would i hate to say it i'd be i'd be in favor of adding another pitcher uh, i if to avoid some of those shitty fucking position players out there i would uh, add add another pitcher i don't fucking care you know a lot of these guys aren't that great of pitchers anyway so <laughs> i mean <laughs> what's it matter you're just pulling a fucking you know you listen you, you see some of these guys that come up to the majors they're not ready to go but uh, i think they're better than the fucking uh you know rando fucking infielder who's uh thrown you know maybe in high school right um let let the teams compete let let them be the teams that they need to be to win games and and have a good product on the field because people are going to tune out people people aren't going to watch want to watch this shit and and i will then start banging the drum more and more and more for you know little league fucking uh forfeit games and 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 then we'll really uh we'll really turn a corner in baseball i'm sure people fucking love that Maybe we just introduce the bonus round where every hit is worth a run or something just to get oh, underdogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why not? <laughs> yeah, why, why not? Uh, every, every, you know, every ball counts as two at that point. Right. Maybe there's a, a marked like that, ball you know. somewhere in there that yeah. if you hit, it's worth three runs. Oh, my God. There you go. It's, 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 you know, it's going to come up every time that show haze up. Oh, he got the magic ball. Right. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, wouldn't wouldn't put it past him. You know the the timing of this is really curious though, because they instituted the universal DH, which when you have a DH, you, you essentially take away all the the move the maneuvering that managers did with the the substituting hitters and pitchers and all that in the National League. Now that you have a, I mean, nobody toys with their one through nine. It is what it is. So why? Do you need all these extra hitters and why would you take away i mean that's right you took away a pitcher so now you're going to carry an extra hitter for what you don't need them yeah it's yeah, a good point yeah, sure. and they've already told you that your reliever has to go half an inning or face three batters how much more tinkering do you need to do with the pitching staff Oh man, and in pace of play—that's all they care about. They don't care about competitive games anymore. As long as as long as it's going fast, it's like a, the two guys—the joke about the two guys being uh, lost. And one says, "Admit it, we're lost," and the other guy says, "Yeah, but we're making good time." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the pace of play is going to be great when when you uh, you know eat up what forty five minutes on an inning because you can't get out of it because you don't actually have a pitcher that can go out there and, no, and actually get out of it. But like, things are happening. It's moving. Oh no, it's moving. Yeah, people are people are, yeah, people are watching this, you know, it's it's a 4-hour game, but people are watching it, right? It's yeah. It's, it's yeah, awesome. Well, this is all I mean, this has always been this has been the problem for several years is television the commercials and, and television time trying to stay within a, a time limit on a game that's not timed is i mean that's the end all be all that they're trying to accommodate the the TV networks because let's be honest the live crowds don't matter. This is all about the TV and keeping it with that, that nice little two and a half hour window. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't. I can't argue. <laughs> it just it feels like we're watching baseball die. It just, it's like, <laughs> you know, every movie, every bad movie has somebody cough into like a, a handkerchief and then look at it, and you know, okay, that guy's gonna die. <laughs> this is what baseball's doing right now. Yeah, right. Exactly. This is this is the the what is it, the Chekhov's gun of fucking uh, <laughs> baseball's death right here. You know. Oh boy. You want to talk about your story real quick? Do we have time? I guess we're twelve right now. How many, how many games you bet in Panther in baseball? Uh four. I got two. Arch. Uh, I'm scrolling. I, I don't know. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's there's nine. A light games. day. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just real quick. This is this is going to be real quick. This will lead us into the break. I, I, I came across this uh, headline over a bro bile. Penn State quarterback Christian Hackenberg shares hilarious moment when Bill O'Brien called about taking the NFL job. I, the story itself, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, the summation of it, but I want to scroll down to the bottom to read something pretty fucking funny about this this article. Just uh, scroll down to, to the very end. I think it's like the last sentence. I want to read it uh, right here. Just stay here. Um, so Christian Hackenberg, of course, was the freshman quarterback at Penn State. He gets a call to say, hey, um, uh, this Bill O'Brien, I'm I'm leaving for an NFL job in 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 Houston, and uh, apparently he was doing a keg stand at the time. Had to get his bearings straight and then take the call there. That's that's the summation of the story. I don't care about the story itself. I just want to read this last sentence. This is the only reason I want to talk about this. By the way. In the end, Hackenberg went on to be a second-round pick in the 2016 NFL Draft. Everything worked out just fine. But it surely wasn't ideal. (laughs) Everything worked out just fine. Uh, Guys, do you remember Christian Hackenberg in the NFL? Um, Listen, his lack of success is remarkably more successful than Bill O'Brien's time in the NFL. I was going to then ask, do you remember Bill O'Brien's time in the NFL? <laughs> Everything worked out just fine. I don't know if this guy, uh, Grayson Weir, over at Brobile was being cheeky. I certainly Has hope to be. you were. I certainly hope you were because that made my day. I laughed hysterically. Christian Hackenberg got drafted by the Jets in the second round. Was a complete fucking bomb. And I don't know if I necessarily blame him, even though I, I, I remember watching some of the practice footage of him. Yeah, he had terrible, ter- terrible form. Could, could not throw the ball very well. But he played for the Jets, so I, I, I would feel that, you know, just running down the list of Jets quarterbacks, and I really don't want to on a Monday morning, uh, that maybe was a bad situation for him. And then, of course, Bill O'Brien, his legacy, of course, is uh, absolutely decimating the the Houston uh, Texans right before he left and uh he's the guy that signed Deshaun Watson to a big deal and traded off uh their uh, best wide receiver and you know coughed up all those draft picks and yeah so uh everything worked out just fine 32 of 62 with three interceptions Hackenberg in the AAF in the AAF yes. not even in uh, the USFL no no he, he's looking up at the USFL players poor dude, poor dude. All right, let's take a quick break. Let us talk about the book club. Yes, the book club is our private Discord channel that you can get access to for only $25 a month if you go over to our Patreon or go to thedgens.net. Now, you might ask me, why? Why should I go over to this book club? Well, first off, it is fun. It's fun. Okay, fun, fun, fun not doing it for you. That's fine. 
lots of great picks lots of great picks uh, yeah not not just our picks but user picks as well lots of good conversations about strategies about sports gambling so if you're new to sports gambling and you want to just kind of get your bearing straight or interact with guys that do this on a regular basis head over to the book club in fact book it over to the book club wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right. NHL. NHL, listen, okay. So mm. um, as the series shifts to Tampa... It, it seems like the sports books have, have decided to just kind of uh, play this one really close to the vest and avoid kind of being exposed on either side, which I completely understand because I'm in the same boat. <laughs> really, all season long, the Colorado Avalanche have been the team to beat. They've absolutely been the best team in hockey. But they're also playing a team that is battle tested, a team that knows what it takes to win the cup twice. Still, you, you, game two was a reminder of just how dominating the Avalanche can be when they're firing on all cylinders. The offense is just too much for Tampa to keep up with. Uh, to, if Tampa wants to stay in this series, if they want to be able to win some games, they have to keep it low scoring. And by God, they cannot fucking do it in that game. And through two games, Tampa's defense has only played well for one, one and a half periods of time. Right. And then and, and that's not going to get it done. So I do think Colorado is the play today. I do think Colorado should win. But much like the books, I'm going to play this one safe. A lean on the avalanche here. Uh, I Again, all my numbers say at the minus 110, the even fucking number that Colorado is the play here. But God, you just you don't want to count Tampa out even after getting their asses handed to them the other night. But this series might be over. Panther, what say you? I say I'm going down with the ship. You know, when we had the first game, it was a close game, went to overtime. Tampa played them tight. And I kind of raised the question, maybe Colorado um, is just kind of stiff and not ready. They were off for, what, eight days before that game was even played. So uh, it took them a little. I mean, they got fired up really quick, scored really quick. But uh, Tampa Bay hung in there, kept it close. But then you come back game two, not close. I think Colorado is all gears are lubed up. They're ready to go. And listen, I'm not really calling for it, but at this point, I'm not going to be surprised if Colorado sweeps the series. I, all the value Colorado, as good as they are offensively. Um, I love Tampa Bay. I do. It's particularly on the defensive side, but offensively, I just don't think they can keep up. So I am going to take this value play and put $10 on the ass. I think this is the the flag planting moment for the lightning. I think this is it. This is the this is determines if it's a sweep or a gentleman's sweep. 
I'm, I've been kind of thinking the Avalanche were going to win every single game, but I found enough value to bet Tampa Bay. I'm not really getting a ton of value on Tampa Bay at all here, but I'm still going to do it because I do think they're going to sneak one out of this. So I'll put, I'll put a 10 bucks on the Lightning minus the 107. You really are Islanders this thing up, aren't you, Arch? I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Can't lose them all. Yep. Well, I'll be betting. Uh, I'll be doing Panther three and out, but it have to extend to the twenty twenty one or twenty twenty three season. <laughs> all right, baseball. All right. Baseball. I got two games on the board today. Let's talk about the Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Yankees lost yesterday. It was the first time they've lost since June ninth. <sighs> now. I'm banking on them losing two in a row for only the fourth time this season. The last time they lost two in a row, guys, do you know who it was to? Tampa Bay. It was to Tampa Bay. Do you know who the last starter in that series was for Tampa? Going to guess McClanahan. Shane McClanahan. You're passing. <laughs> you're passing this test here, Pan. The first test that you've passed in a long time, except for, you know. STD tests. Uh, McClanahan has not, though, been unbeatable against the Yankees. Trust me, I know, because if you just rewind to last week against Nestor Cortez, uh, the Yankees got the better of the Rays and, and McClanahan. But today, I, I I like McClanahan because he is matching up against the Yankees' fourth best starter. Some guy named Garrett Cole. Fuckers. I think the Rays at home plus line McClanahan out there. I think that there's some value here. $10 bet on Tampa. I can't help to think every time I hear Garrett Cole, I start going through the list of Pittsburgh pirate pitchers that are just completely stellar on other teams. Kind of, kind of like all those fallen Lakers that got traded for LeBron. But this game, look, I think the line is indicative of the pitching matchup and the idea that McClanahan probably is the better pitcher. But and I won't even I won't even argue with you. McClanahan is this much better than Garrett Cole. But the Yankees offense is way better than the Tampa Bay offense. So at minus 130, uh, to me, all the value is on the Bronx Bombers. I'm taking the Yankees for $10. All right, I'm gonna lean in the Yankees, but this is not a game I am interested in betting on. So it's just you two duking it out. All right, and I'm sure I'm gonna lose because every time I bet against- Well, it's the, the fucking Yankees. Yankees. Right. <laughs> Damn, they're so good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I mentioned they lost yesterday, and 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 fucking Toronto had to come back from what five down, six down, or something like that. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. Uh, let's talk about another kind of ridiculous team: the Atlanta Braves, uh, San Francisco Giants, heading into Tim. Uh, Braves bounced back yesterday. They had lost a pair of uh, to the Cubs. I, I was on one of those. Did you did you hit both of those, or did you back off Arch on, on that off. second Cubs? Yeah, okay. Uh, but hey, listen, with that win yesterday, they now sit five and a half games back of the Mets. And between their hot play, the Phillies hot play, the NL East is starting to really look like one of the more interesting divisions as as we watch heading into. We're only a month away from the All-Star break, guys. Did you realize that? This fucking wow. season is, is blown by. Braves hosting those Giants today, a team that is vying in a very competitive division themselves. San Francisco, of course, lost to the Pirates yesterday. Going to try to avoid losing two in a row as they're going to put Logan Webb on the mound. Uh, Webb six and two this season, coming off, I'd say his best game of the year. Starting to really come into form, this guy. Uh, you know, he kind of got hit a little hard earlier in the season, so his ERA is not stellar, but it's getting better. Uh, Braves going to counter with their ace Max Freed, who is man, he's he's having a sensational year. Um, 
But let's talk about we've talked about pitchers and I, I won't say that it's a wash. I probably give a slight edge to Freed just the way he's pitching right now. But let's take pitching aside. Let's look at hitting the Atlanta offense at home. There's only one team that hits more home runs at home than Atlanta. And you guys know who that is. Yeah. It's the fucking Yankees. So other than the Yankees, it is Atlanta that just hits the fucking cover off the ball at home. And I think they do that today. I know Logan Webb is, again, he's he's looking better. They probably get one off of him, or maybe they get to that bullpen here. I think I think it's Atlanta. I know it's a little chalky, but $10 bet on the Braves. Yeah, I like Atlanta. I really like this game. I like the pitching matchup. I think as a fan of baseball, it would be a fun game to watch. But the way San Francisco's offense is kind of untrustworthy and the way Atlanta's offense has been on fire for like the last what three weeks, you, you kind of have to like Atlanta here. But with Logan Webb on the mound for San Francisco, I was just kind of priced out of it. I thought it was a little too, just a little too rich for me. So I'm just going to lean the Braves here. I'm definitely leaning the Braves here. One of my concerns is that they have a losing record against teams above 500. So I just kind of like, okay, I'll I'll lean Atlanta here, but I'm not going to bet it. Well, those are my two. And Panther, I'm sure you've got a slew more. So all yours. Three more. Let's just blast through these real quick. Let's look at Toronto going to Chicago, take on the White Sox. Not at all a stellar pitching matchup. Jose Barrios going against Lance Lynn. Barrios with his 4.65 looks really good compared to Lynn's 6.23. You've got to love Toronto's hitting lineup compared to the White Sox. This White Sox team just continues to underperform. I, this, I don't know this is necessarily a bet on the Blue Jays as it is. I'm just completely fading the White Sox till they get that uh, post-managerial bump. Uh, so, yeah, give me 10 bucks on the Blue Jays. I think it's exactly that. I don't think it is a vote of confidence on the, on the Blue Jays. I mean, they're, they're playing a little bit better on the road, but they're still a team that struggles on the road. I see this minus line and it's just... Eh. I like them. I couldn't quite bet it. So some moral support here. A lean on Toronto. Oh, yeah. Lean Toronto. And everything you said is right. It's not betting on Toronto. It's betting against Chicago in their, what are their, their 13 and 17 record at home. Right, exactly. (laughs) Speaking of betting against teams, let's talk about the Kansas City Royals going to Anaheim. Take on the Angels, who have won four of their last five, albeit against suspect competition. And here we go. More suspect competition. Chris Bobick will take the mound in his 8.36 ERA. <laughs> Maybe they need to reduce these pitchers so they stop throwing these scrubs out there. I don't know what the hell's going on in Kansas City, but their pitching is awful. He'll go against Thor and uh, his 3.53. Again, same situation. It's not really as much that I trust the Angels. They're starting to get a little bit better, but God, it's so easy to fade the Royals. I got to run line it to get anything close to a decent value play, but uh, let's run line the Anaheim Angels for 10 bucks. I get it. So they've won three in a row, right? Uh, the, the, the Angels have won three in a row. Um, I still, I mean... They're dealing with injuries. They're still not quite there. I I don't like this Angels team. And you're telling me they got to now cover one and a half for you to get fucking value there. I really don't like it. I'm, I'm I can't, I I agree. I can't bet the Royals here, but oh man, plus one seventy five is super tempting. <laughs> A lean on Kansas City. I'll lean I'll lean the Angels with you, but uh, not a game I'm gonna touch. If I had to, if I had to, I would probably bet the Royals, but I, I don't think they're gonna win. So I'll lean the Angels. 
right. Last game up for me. Probably shouldn't be betting this one, but the lottery tickets seem like fair market value here. Let's talk about Arizona going to San Diego. We've been shitting on San Diego pretty much all season. I feel like their record is not indicative of how mediocre they are. You Darvish will take the mound, who's actually been better, I think, on the road than he has been at home. He was stellar last time out. Means it's probably due for a little setback here, but at plus 160. That's just that's just too much value on the Diamondbacks. So I'll take a little bit flyer here. I don't think they win, but the value is there to put ten bucks on the D-backs. Yeah, totally agree. I, I'm I'm he- heavily leaning Arizona here. I I think the line movement is kind of indicative Ooh. that you're probably on on the absolute right side here, Panther. Uh, the pu- the public all over San Diego, the, the money is hammering Arizona. The sports books kind of fucking you know trying to bailing out of that plus one seventy five that it was. Uh, still get your plus one fifty though. So yeah, I like this one. Uh, lean on the Diamondbacks. Yeah, it looks like it. Lean the Diamondbacks too. Wow, fifty cent shift. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Woo! It looks like you might be in a good spot. Hey, Sharp Panthers found one. Uh, That's my four games. Okay. Uh, Mets are playing the Marlins. I've been hitting the Marlins every single fucking time. I think they can split the series. Give me the Marlins. 12 bucks plus 140. It's funny, too, is I've been on the Marlins the last couple of days as well, and and, uh, they finally grabbed one yesterday. I do not think that they split the series. I think that the Mets uh, close this one out and and get the win. Uh, They got a... Uh, I, I I don't know. I guess their third best pitcher on the mound. Uh, 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 by the way, I've been calling him Tiwan. Taiwan Walker pitched a, a, a absolute gem a couple of days ago. And Nobody in China got... listens to us anyway. What do you care? <laughs> uh, but the Mets got kind of uh, clobbered yesterday. I, I don't see that Marlins offense doing it two days in a row. A lean on the Mets. Yeah, Peterson's pitching today, right? I think that's what I saw is Peterson's pitching. He Peterson, got shelled. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he got shelled his last time out. I don't think he made it through two full innings. Um, so he should be well rested. I expect <laughs> him to bounce back. I really would have liked the plus line with the fish, but Rogers is easily their worst pitcher. It would have been any of the other guys I'd like fish but i like the mets here it was just too damn chalky to take the mets so just a lean on new york gotcha i i'm finding value in another game i think the cubs are playing the pirates and the cubs are only minus 104 i do not like the i'm not crazy about the cubs but i don't like the pirates i still expect the pirates to really fall apart here eventually so i'm gonna put 12 bucks on the cubbies this is uh in chicago i'd be all over Mm -hmm. the cubs (laughs) It's, it's in pittsburgh and and I'm going to lean the Pirates here, but no way. Anytime that there's a minus line in front of a line for the Pirates, I am bailing the fuck out. So just a <laughs> lean, lean on Pittsburgh. Who's pitching for Pittsburgh? Is it Brubaker? Oops, I thought it was. Um, I thought I saw Brew, Brubaker. It is uh, Brubaker and Killian is on the mound for the Cubs, yeah. it looks like. Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. Brubaker's terrible. Owen oh, 7 <laughs> And Pittsburgh still getting a minus line? There's no way I'm touching this game. I got I got to lean Pittsburgh. All right. Last game for me, and I'm now seeing the line shift, and I know I'm probably on the wrong side, but I don't care. Cardinals are playing the Brewers. The Brewers are minus 165, maybe even minus 180 at your book. No way. No way. No how. Give me the Cardinals plus 150 for 12 bucks. I really do like the Cardinals in this one as well. And and yeah, it's weird that it's getting better 
uh, for, for for the Cardinals. I I was expecting it to get a little bit worse. Um, yeah, I, leaning St. Louis here, can't quite bet it, though. I was torn. It is a great pitching matchup. Um, Milwaukee it scores more off of the home run. St. Louis just got a traditional baseball. The thing that kind of got me off this game was Mikolas pitched an absolute gem. He had that one pitch away from his no hitter that they lost with that uh, that, that shot to center field over the the outfielder's head. I just. I think the expectation is he will duplicate that. And that is kind of like a rarity for him. I like Milwaukee, but good God, the, the chalk on this thing. No way. So I'm off this game. All right. Iceberg popped in and said, I don't like anything today, really. But then, of course, he had to drop the bomb. White Sox plus one and a half. I mean, why not? <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Everything's back to normal. Everything feels right. This week's going to go well. <laughs> yeah, Iceberg's sure, fading sure. Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did we talk yeah. about today? We talked about Hackenberg doing keg stands. Man, what a joke. <laughs> His AAF numbers. Oh, boy. That's that's the the quality he brought to the to football. Um, what else we talk about? Oh, yeah. P- pitchers going down to 13. What does that mean? What does that mean for baseball? Pace of play, maybe less enticing games? We're still going to keep bad umpires and their mysterious strike zones, which make games last too long. Max, that is it. That is it. Download the DJ's app for Android or iOS and let us know you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter what you listen to, please highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Max, I need a stone cold lock of the day. Take the Braves. Archibald? Cubbies. Cubbies. You know, you guys just gave me so much encouragement. The plus line, man. We're going to take the Diamondbacks. This really makes this parlay a huge, huge plus line. So we're going to take the Braves, the Cubs, and the Diamondbacks. Put those three together. That is your DGen parlay. We're hanging on Facebook. We are on Twitter, but mostly it is the book club in Discord. Get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. But most importantly... Let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're going to do today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.